Hello, welcome back to the ninth episode, 10 Days of Tiny Disc. We are about to talk about our best game of the year here, so get hype. This is the thing everyone's been waiting for. It's that thing that everyone looks for at the end of the year with all the magazines and all the publications, and we're about to give our authoritative final stamp of approval. The game that gets awarded this today is a game that you must own legally or you are revoked your gamer license by what? the government and you can't play video games anymore. This Remember, we're, been... we're, the, we're the penultimate, <laughs> just absolute, absolute voice on video games here at the Finding Time Just Podcast. Wait, you just said we're the penultimate, then you said we're the absolute. Like, which one is This that? is the penultimate episode. Oh my gosh. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, so we're, we're this has been much a long journey. <laughs> this has been a long journey. I think we're all just like ready to like you know get on with with the awards. Let's cut to it. We've talked about these games so much already. We don't need to talk about them really anymore. But it is time to hand out best game 2017 Tiny Disc Podcast first annual 10 days of Tiny Disc. Time is now. The time is real. Thanks, John. Let's Cena. read some nominees. Yes. Listen, I'm still I'm still full from all that fucking baguette we ate back at the French diner over the fuck we ate. <laughs> and my belly's full of eggnog. I've had too much eggnog. Dude. It, too much eggnog. Just, alcoholic alcoholic <laughs> eggnog or regular eggnog? Or no eggnog? Where both. are you guys at? You know, you like I, I go like alcohol or non alcoholic in the morning, probably till about one o'clock, and then I switch to alcoholic for the rest of the day. Alcoholic. I've never had. I've never had alcoholic eggnog my entire life. Very good stuff. Is it? Is it like? Uh, is it like a white Russian kind of? No, it just tastes like bourbon wrapped in creamy bourbon. eggnog. Bourbon. Okay. Yeah. That sounds pretty yummy. I'm not. Sounds very good. No. The, do you, Do you know the company Evan Williams? Yeah. They make a bomb ass eggnog in a jar. Okay. Can't okay. recommend it. Enough. I. Uh, you got to be 21 to buy that one. I guess. Of course. Um, so my father-in-law makes the best eggnog I've ever had. If you're listening, I love your eggnog and I'm missing it right now. So let's, let's get on. <laughs> yes. Let's best talk game, about 2017. Come on. Yes. We've got eight nominees, two runner ups and one winner. That's what we're going to walk out with today. So our nominees are as follows near automata horizon zero dawn, the legend of Zelda breath of the wild persona five. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus, Super Mario Odyssey, and finally Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. So. Guys, what a list. What a year for gaming. I am just, it's just getting better and better, man. And I am really proud of this list put together. I mean, there's not really a weak player. Here, there's there's games of all variants. You know, we have multiplayer, you have RPG, you have uh, uh, independent developed we game too, which game. I, I love to see. I, yeah, I, which I, I would, love to see that. I would love to see more indie games. There were great indie games this year: Dead Cells, Hollow Knight. Uh, right. It's just like it's such a good year overall. Yes, but yeah, I mean, with all the negativity we've talked about this year, the the positives have never been better. This year in gaming has yeah. been insane and we're not doing an honorable mentions episode because that list would be near endless <laughs> with the amount yeah. of games that came out this uh, year you're right though i mean people talk i think people come away with negative feelings you know just naturally but when you really stop and think about it like the switch came out all the awesomeness that came out with that i mean pc gaming is at an all-new peak 
right as far as like multiplayer single player like wow this is an awesome year and and these are these are the finest of the finest games yeah everything the, is the, the best the pinnacle like everything's going well pc has got PUBG. The PS4 is going strong with its exclusives. The Switch is proving itself to be one of the greatest consoles. Microsoft and is Xbox Microsoft has all is, the games on PC. Yeah, I was just gonna say Microsoft <laughs> is making Xboxes. I guess that's cool. Yeah, they're making uh, Xboxes. They got backwards compatibility for their yeah. original Xbox games. But so I guess you, that's cool. Most importantly, they're letting you play all the games since you don't have an Xbox One X on PC. Thank you, Microsoft. Never stop, never surrender. <laughs> <laughs> maybe surrender the Xbox fight, but who knows? Yeah, yeah, just, but, maybe, maybe just, just, start, just come out with some games, maybe. Okay, but <laughs> folks, I've named eight nominees. We don't need to go through all of them because let's be honest. For one, all you listeners probably know these games, if not adjacently or familiar or just like you're intimately familiar with them. Or if you've listened to this show for a while now, we've talked about them quite a bit. Right. So yeah. let's start deliberating because, gentlemen, there can only be one plus two. On the ninth day of Tiny Disc, Robert gave to us the best games of 2017. <laughs> Eight maids of milking. Oh man! Oh. Two horizons, zero dawning. <laughs> okay, okay. So let's 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 get serious, guys. Podcast face. What on this list do you dare cut? Because we have to. Okay, so we should say as well. For best game, we're going to do what we did with best film, and we're going to crown one ultimate grand prize winner, and we're going to have two runners-up. Yeah. And the runners-up are not going to be in order. They're just the two runners-up and one winner. So we got to get down there. We have eight games now. We have to get down to a final three. So let's focus on getting to the final three. And we have to cut one, and I am scared. Guys, I am Man, this is is tough. Um... (laughs) So I am going to put my hand on the table, spread out my fingers, pull out the meat cleaver, and cut off one of those fingers. What? Heavy yeah. rain? Dude. Heavy rain wasn't nominated. Get out of here! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey man, we're getting a Quantum Dream game next year, hopefully. So Come let's let's hope. Um, and it comes with your own crowd of fifty thousand people to cheer behind you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. God, that's I a, hope so. A, yeah. God, yeah. God, 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 God. Yeah. <laughs> That is the uh, that's the pre order bonus from GameStop. Guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that even though Hellblade has done Dude. a lot of great things, don't Whoa. I'm and we've we getting it Whoa. more than it's due. Don't know if Whoa. it's if it's Game of the Year material, boys. I am just listen, man. I don't necessarily know if I disagree with you yet, but I resent that you pick on the one indie game first. I'm just saying. I, that's I that's a, a fair point. I I'm sorry. I have a better first cut. Would that make Can you we feel just better, hold Jack? on for a minute with the Hellblade? Would it make you can feel just better? just wait a damn minute? Jack, <laughs> can I cut something else instead then? Would that make you feel better? Uh, none of these are going to feel good. If you... Okay. Super Mario Odyssey. Oh, dude. Ooh. Here's the thing. We have Whoa. said there can only be one... And there can only Bro. be one good Nintendo game. Well, not good, but there can only be one best Nintendo game that's, in 2017. That's not true. Dude. I mean, that's not I mean, true. <sighs> but Mario and Zelda have always been at the top since throughout history. See, Zel- Man, Zelda edges out none, for me here. None of the, yeah, but you're picking one. You don't have to necessarily. I'm, I'm just I saying, don't know, man. I'm just saying what, when it when it comes what, down to brass tacks, bro. I can't see a world where for me. Mario's at the top. 
I'm interested to hear what Colin says. Fuck. What? what? Um, yeah, remember my metaphor about the whole cutting fingers off thing? Yeah, this is I like know. two fingers for me. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I think there's other cuts for Mario, but what do you think, Colin? Oh, fuck, dude. Um, well, no, okay. Colin nominated a cut. I nominated a cut. Okay. Jack, I think what the, is your primary? Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, what's your I cut? I think the most lightweight cut here for me personally, because it's an honor to get here, it's an honor to be nominated, but I do think that we can all get behind the idea that the top three games of the year do not include Wolfenstein 2. Yeah, I can agree. I mean, okay, you guys are the authority on Wolfenstein here. We are so. the utmost authority, even more so <laughs> right, than Machine Games. The utmost authority. We developed the game, actually. Yeah, we were a but, duo. Bethesda we were in doesn't my know garage. Shit. Nah. No, no. I'm just Fuck saying, em. listen, man, I love Wolfenstein. I had so much fun with it. And guess what, guys? I don't care. Whatever name you want to hurl at me, I put it all the way down to easy, and I had a blast with that game. And I mowed through Nazis, and it felt good. And so I, I had a great experience with that game. I'm just saying... That it's in the top eight games of the year, obviously, but it's not in the top three. That's all I'm saying. Do not hate me, please. I love this game. See, I agree here because Wolfenstein, what it has, it's to me, it's a flawed game. It has this incredible narrative that I think everyone should experience. Like if they distilled that film into a movie, I I nominated for a movie. They distilled that film into a movie. They distilled that that film into a movie like they did with Disaster (laughs) Artist. It would be a great <laughs> film. <laughs> yeah, no. a movie about the the uh, the make a dramatization of the making of Wolfenstein. Yeah, Tommy Wiseau. No, I'd watch so, that. I no, that that would. would be the making of a way out, guys. Dude, Come on, Tommy Wiseau. Why is he not making video games? Seriously, I, I would play every one of his video games. Nah, dude, Cartoon Network needs to get listen, behind that. Tommy Wiseau is the guy that wanted to put fucking that that spider into Superman. All right, <laughs> let's refocus, refocus, refocus. I'll, I'll, so, I'm sorry, all I'm thinking in my head is you're tearing me apart, Hitler. But <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. Um, okay, so, but I agree. Wolfenstein should be cut because the story's yes. good, gameplay not as stellar. Like the fact that Jack had to put it down to easy, and the fact that a lot of people kind of had to like, like it was harder than they thought it'd be, and not in a good way like Dark Souls. It's just kind of like that's a bit much. <laughs> I love the um, way you phrase it. I didn't have to put it easy. I, I elected to. It's not like I was like, I can't do this. Okay. It was like, I don't want to do this. I mean, fair, but I I know, at least from my experience, I played it on normal, and I was still like, fuck, this is hard. Why is yeah, this? Like, you die so hard. fast. Right. And it, it, I, I wish the game played better. I wish it let you know when you're getting hit and from what direction a lot easier. I mean, I felt, I feel like the FPS like feedback loop has been figured out by other games before. Like, why are we taking a step back here with this game? You know, it still, you know, needs to be, you know, acknowledged. And it has been. Let's put a strike through it. I don't know. How do you do that? In uh, I'll Doc? figure out the hotkeys. Okay. But there we go. So Wolfenstein should we revisit the first cut? Yes. Should we revisit what Colin said or does he, has he reconsidered? I'm still standing by my pick with Hellblade. Man. I, it, what a great game. What a. I would absolutely recommend it to almost anyone. I think I, mm-hmm. I, I love, I love this game. I think it's one of the best looking games. Forget that it's like indie developed, just one of the best looking games, I think. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's done, a, it's done it's a, a lot of, it does. It's done a lot of positive things in the game industry where there's been a lot of negativity. I, I think it's, I think where I reward it so much is the risk that they took. This is such a risky game. They couldn't get anyone to sign on for this game that they wanted to make. 
they could have taken the easy route and just made a uh, heavenly sword too. They didn't do that here. Or DMC they made a game too. that exactly. They made a game that has not existed. I can't think of anything that is trying to do the things that this game is doing. And I applaud that. And it was so risky and they had so much on the line with this and they came out so successful. Like, man, that's, that's really just boosts my opinion of Ninja theory overall. And I can't wait to see what they do next. So, you know, sadly though, you know, I, I don't think it's one of the top three games of the year, but what an achievement. Like, go out and play Hellblade. Everyone that plays Absolutely. three games Guys, I think should. Something just occurred to me. What is up with those naming conventions? Heavenly no, I, Sword. I always thought that. I always Hellblade. Thought that. <laughs> like, that's why I thought when they um, announced it at E3, I thought it was a direct sequel to Heavenly Sword. Nah. You know, so, But it wasn't. Like, so oak, oak, I, it was a surprise. I think my favorite thing about Hellblade is just how raw the acting is. And we've talked about it before. How Melissa yeah. Jurgens won act, like, you know, best acting of the year at the game awards for not having acted at all her whole life right yeah and it's not best act best acting for a video editor it's just best acting yeah and i remember playing that game and thinking like i've never felt this way at all about any character i've seen in any game like closest i can think of is maybe la noir back when they had that wonky uncanny valley like whoa their faces are kind of real like the way they animate senua's face and when she's like looking at the camera and just like screaming at you asking you to you know to help her and all that stuff i just felt like uncomfortable like i wish i could help you i really do and you know like that's a thing that most games don't really make you feel often and especially when you play it with headphones and you just have the voices like in your head hey look behind Mm -hmm. you over there you know it's just a great experience overall yeah it's an awesome game all right boys (laughs) so we we cutting it we need to cut yeah we have to We, we it's our duty Unfortunately, go play yes. that game. It's Our, a fan fucking. We're we're game. only focused again. Don't we're not focusing on who's winning this yet. We're getting there, but we're focusing on getting the top three, and we need mm. to get this right, guys. And so shade. I don't know if cutting Super Mario Odyssey at this point is getting this right. I don't know. I'm not saying uh, it is. It isn't. I'm just saying I am. That's a hard cut for me at this point. Okay, so I'm I'm going to level. I'm going to level. So this is really hard for me because I fucking adore Super Mario Odyssey. Like You always show your hand before you actually say what you're going to say. <laughs> but what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to say cut it. I'm going to say cut Super Mario Odyssey wow. because when once we cut Super Mario Odyssey, we have 5 games left that are representative of different genres for the most wow, part guys that should not matter there's but, there's but like, no listen, game there's so no like, game that's like that's, there's no game on here that's super mario odyssey is in the same genre i don't think well no, no i mean okay so it's it's not really so much that but it's more like we have okay so we have a nintendo like we have two nintendo games on the list as it stands right now guys you that both have brought that, that up matter, like though. it is relevant well okay i, I, I did this, bring it up this, but in my defense, I do think it's not top three material. That's why I think I, I was cutting it. I could easily see this as number as a top three game. I could easily see this. This is the best mm. Mario game for almost twenty years, guys. Come on, it's since Mario sixty four. This is the hey, best one. A lot of people loved Galaxy, <laughs> I, and I did too. I'm one of them. I love Galaxy. That's the yeah, last game I played kept, seriously. You, you kept calling Odyssey a, a Galaxy. Yeah, I know. I love a Galaxy. <laughs> But this game, come on, guys! Remember the two D moments. Remember the damn Tyrannosaurus Rex, which we didn't even talk about the you know that so much during ten days of tinnitus. But 
Oh, man. I mean, yes, there are great games on here. No cut is going to be easy, but... Oh, man. I might cut one other game before Mario Odyssey. But if you guys really want it out of the top three, just don't tell me. You're not going to sell me by saying, oh, we can only have one Nintendo game. That's not going to sell me at all. You're going to have to focus on the quality of the other games. Okay, let's let's start talking about another game. Oh, this is hard. I thought I'd be able to come up with something before I needed to start talking. Well, here, I I have something off the top of my head, Robert. I have my eye on one. So Super Mario Odyssey. So here's what I'll argue. Here's what I'll argue. As much as I love Super Mario Odyssey, from from a gameplay perspective... Aside from the whole camping mechanic, which is great, it's not it, it's not really innovating its base Mario gameplay as much. You know what I'm saying? So like and it's it's a great nostalgia trip. It's a great symbol of how far we've come in gaming. And it kind of feels like it brings the whole cycle like full circle, you know? Uh this uh, you know, it's a nice cherry on top of the Sunday that we've had of this year with uh, Nintendo making a huge comeback. And that's what I see it as. But I don't think it does things as innovative as some of the other games in this list. If you guys are going to fight me so hard on <laughs> best moment in gaming, just to cut this one early, like it's a hard pill for me to swallow guys. Okay. Let's talk about another I thought game. I thought this game would have more support. Let, let's, let's see what you've got to say mm. then, Jack, about, Okay. What do you have your eyeballs on? I have no joy in this cut whatsoever. But when we're talking about the top three games of the year, a game I think should not be included in that. You guys are both looking at me so intensely right now. Because I, I, I know what it is, I think. Oh. Is, well, just tell me if it is or if it isn't. Uh, don't say, you know. I think we should cut Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh. Out of the top three. Oh. Did that okay. surprise you? Uh, well, I expected something else, but okay. Okay. Um, I think we should cut Horizon Zero Dawn out of the top three. I think Mario is a better game, but I don't want to sit here and disparage Horizon Zero Dawn. I want to give it its due. I want to say that this game is absolutely the, the killer app, in my opinion, for PlayStation. I am willing and probably planning on buying a PlayStation Pro just for this game alone when I do upgrade to 4K. Because it just looks so good already, but I want to see it at its absolute crispiest. And that's how much I adore this game, is that I'm going to spend roughly $400 right on it. But I, I just think that... I just think that it's just, it, it doesn't speak to the weakness of this game. It just speaks to the quality of all the other games that came out. And so it's really hard to cut. It's it's absolutely in my personal top 10. I think maybe all three of us would say it's probably in our personal top five or top 10 list maybe. Um, I just I just don't see it making the finals here. Mm. I don't know. And I, and, I, and I think that that would be more appropriate to cut that before Mario. See, I'm of two minds. For one, I could see an argument for both being cut, not just one or the other. Um, Part of me wants to say, like, Horizon, 
like okay i'll i'll lay my cards on the table i feel very sad that horizon got like no love at game awards so i'm kind of just like trying to be like let's give it a little bit of love did we not but, give it love did we not give we it we did something? we talked extensively about yeah, it, it, it was, the, the, the game, game awards the key well, i know yeah, listen I know. listen listen we wrote we we righted that wrong already we awarded it the tiny disc best looking game of 2017 it has won an award it has but it doesn't I, need to stay on this list. I think this it goes not the list. It goes beyond how good it looks, though. Like it takes everything about well open world games in the past ten years, basically everything Ubisoft has done, and just said, "Hey, have you ever tried polishing your turds, Ubisoft? Because there's some diamonds under here." And that's what it does. And it's just okay. such an incredible open world experience. And on top of that, it has an actually intriguing story, which I can't say the same for Mario. Because let's be honest, oh no, Bowser kidnapped Peach. Again, I, but there could be an argument that hey, they've just borrowed very heavily. Yes, they polished the turd, but they this is just a Ubisoft style game that's just better, and there's fewer towers and there's fewer markers, but it it's still kind of that. And that's why I don't really like these kind of game of the year discussions cuz I don't want to spend a lot of time like down like downing these games. None of, none of these games are perfect, but none of these games also like deserve to sit here and get disparaged either. They're all excellent, right? We're just talking about what is the most excellent. Yeah, but so, I, mean, I, I mean, even when I was trying to argue against Mario, I, I mean, I was really like really fucking digging for something, you know, something to give another game an edge even if that were a thing but. and i mean i believe every game can be criticized for something like that's always true and i think pointing that right. out isn't me saying super mario odyssey is a shitty game because it's just the same story since super mario one like that's not what no, i'm saying I, what i'm saying but is i understand what you're it's saying it's a good though. game it's just its story isn't innovative it isn't different mm. Yeah, I'm not trying to dig at it. It's just like so, there are flaws with every game. And the same sure, way that Horizon. Guys, is, is Horizon or Mario top three material? I kind of think neither. I absolutely could entertain Mario, but I'm the one that brought up Horizon to cut right now. So that's how I feel So cut both is what we're getting at. What? It's not what both. I said. <laughs> it's not what I said. What do you think? That's That's kind of what I'm getting. No, what do you think? You haven't said. You're saying. Well, I guess you said Mario. So okay. So well, I I was saying because I think Horizon could stay when compared to Mario. What? That's what I'm saying. I think we should cut both. Now I think about it. Yeah. What? The reason being is because I'm. I just very strong category, you know. So I think that if you guys want to cut both, I think we can move forward and do that. Well, okay, so let's let's look at so if once we cut these two, we will have Let, yeah. Near. Let's read. Let's read. Yeah, let's read the rest. Going. Hold on. Right, Let Robert, strike those three. Okay, so. so what we'd have yeah. left are near Automata, Automata, whatever, The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, Persona Five, and Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Yo, so fuck this. It's <laughs> wow. really hard. Fuck this. These are guys, you just read the top five games of the year though. Like four. Top four games of the year. Like we are you know, we're getting into it now. Now okay. Now this is really the Rubicon. Right? Okay, so like one game is going to be omitted from the top three, and the other three are gonna take something home. So can I talk about the big red and black elephant in the room? <clears throat> Yeah. That sings acid jazz out of its ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
speak on it. Okay. Speak it. So what I'm curious what I'm curious about is we all know where I stand with Persona 5. I do think it's top 3 material. However, you two have not played as much of it as I have and are almost assuredly not as excited about the game as I am. So I'm curious where you two stand on this. Go ahead, Colin. Um okay. Persona 5. It's a great fucking game. Great soundtrack. Very stylistic. Does a lot of great things, and there was a shit ton of effort put into that game. What does it do? Now, you can tell me, Robert. Just give me a short list. What does Persona 5 do over Persona 4? Over Persona 4? Do you mean like better than Persona 4? What's that? When you say over Persona 4, what do you mean? Like, what 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 is... what does Persona 5 do that's innovative to Persona 4? Because I know there's the new dungeon layouts, which they're not repetitive dungeons. They're actually completely like, they're not procedurally yeah, generated that, or whatever it is. That's a big deal. That's a right. Huge it is a big deal. deal. Yeah. It is yeah. a huge deal. Um, but other than that, does it do anything special gameplay wise? I know you can possess personas. Oh, right? you can finally talk to the monster. Every monster is a persona. Unlike in so, previous persona games where they were just like random monsters, they finally added the Shin Megami Tensei uh, style of gameplay where every monster you fight, you can actually talk to and capture or like ask them for money or ask them for gifts. Yeah. You can which, literally deal with the devil. Yeah. So that's like, that's something that's new to the persona series, not new to the Shin Megami Tensei series necessarily. Yeah. Okay. So oh. what I'm getting at is persona five is a fantastic game, but the reason why I would argue against it is because I don't think it innovates as much gameplay wise as these other three games. But is innovation necessarily a good marker for, like, best game of the year? Because if we were comparing between Persona 4 and 5, I could see that being an argument, per se. But we're just talking about Persona 5 versus Nier, Zelda, and PUBG. And again, you know, we should mention, like, all three of us, and we'll get to that later, right? But, like, all three of us have our own personal top lists that we'll get to, you know? And that's why those exist, mm-hmm. is so, you know, our personal favorites can be you know, shared and, and, and they can be celebrated there, you know, but we have to consider like this list for best game. You know, this is all three of us. This is the website. This is the podcast. This is, you know, kind of like a consensus. Right. And I love persona five. Absolutely. Which is why it's still here. You know, uh, it is absolutely like all of these games. Uh, these last four games are in my personal top 10 somewhere. Uh, and I'm not saying, and I don't really have many bad things to say about Persona. The only bad thing I might say is that, my goodness, are there a lot of mechanics in this game and a lot of things to remember. It remi- I mean, it's a JRPG, right? Like, it reminds me of uh, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Like, oh. there's just so many systems and subsystems. I think Xenoblade just is a lot of complexity. Xenoblade- there's a lot more UI. Yeah, but yeah. I'm not, I'm just saying that's the one thing I could think of, like, man, I don't that's the one kind of barrier to me jumping back into it. Like, I don't want to re have to relearn all the stuff. Like I just remembered when you were talking about bartering with the demons. So that's a thing. But then also there's like a part where like some of your party members can be like out of commission or something like that. And then you have to like get them back. And I totally forget how that works. And I'm gonna have to relearn that well, stuff. So as someone again, who's played over a hundred hours not, of that, that doesn't really happen that often. Honestly, these are, it happened a lot to me in the beginning for sure. Cause I was grinding like crazy. So I was doing a lot of battles, but it did happen to me a lot. I want to say a lot, like maybe like 20% of the time. Yikes. So anyways, uh, so you asked me. And so my answer, what are my thoughts on it? Is that 
I think that that's the next game to cut is Persona Five. Yeah, I just and I it's feel not like, it's not to say like the game is bad. I'm not saying right. it's bad. I'm just saying the other three games are that strong. That's kind of where we're at now right. in the list. We're at the cream of the crop here. So here's what I'd like I, to throw out though, mm-hmm. or Colin, you go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I think these other three games do a little bit more innovatively game or gameplay wise because Persona Five, I I just feel like, I mean, it takes the turn-based battle system it kind of turns it on its head and it does a lot of cool shit with it but i think these it's other three game. games edge edge it out a little bit more yeah I, I yeah i mean it's a it's a fantastic game if we were doing rpg of the year like there would be no competition but here's my kind of worry here is i would think the next game to cut is near because wow only two of us have played the game right colin yeah i haven't played only played one of us has beat it once and that's like 10% of the game from what I've heard. So I feel like as a group, we don't have a truly informed opinion about near to really say it deserves top three material. Whereas wow, the, way to neuter way to neuter anything that we're going to say now after it. I mean, I'm kind of like honest. cutting us off at the knees here. I'm being honest though. It's true. Like we don't, I don't think, I don't think I'm uninformed on it. I don't think you have to you spend a hundred hours, you know, in a game to be, informed in i mean i only played the demo but i think the gameplay to me would be more enjoyable than persona to me personally yeah but but i know that there's way more story after that and there's way more like things get turned on your head like you learn a lot more secrets about the bunker and stuff like that and future playthroughs so i personally feel like i can't award near anything because i don't feel i know enough about the universe and the lore and the story to really give a final opinion on it. I totally I totally feel comfortable that I know everything I need to know about all of these games. And I haven't beaten all these games, but I know enough to rank them. Absolutely. Uh and you're not going to like win me by, you know, by by tearing down these games like I said. Like you got to talk about like what makes Persona 5 so great cuz Colin and I kind of agree like it is another JRPG. But you haven't really like sold us like you can get a spoiler territory if you want, but like you haven't like sold me on like why it's so much better than these other like literally like breakthrough games. All three of these games, uh, Near, Legend of Zelda, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, they're like they're industry breaking like achievements, you know, in gaming. I think yeah. <clears throat> so. You're gonna have to sell. I guess you're gonna have to sell me on why Persona Five is so much better as a JRPG because I don't know. I played a ton of it and And I don't think I can because I don't want to spoil the game because by spoiling the game, it's not going to drive you guys to want to play it because then you're like, oh, then I I know what happens. And then like, what's the point of the game? And I mean, we're at game of the year now. This is game. This is the best game. So, I mean, if you really think like, oh, if only you guys knew this, then you would want this to be game of the year. Then then I'm I've accepted that role right I, but, i'm willing to sacrifice that if i need to know this and be, and if you think i'll be like oh yes this should be game of the year to me then, I, it's, then i'm willing to listen to it it's more on the level of like if i try to convince someone star wars was a really good movie and my argument was this is what happens at the end of star wars like that isn't a great argument that's just spoiling the movie and kind of ruining the whole experience so that's why i think for the tiny disc i kind of agree that persona 5 won't make it either okay okay Okay, are we cutting it? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Wait. So what? 
I'm confused. <laughs> Weren't we just <laughs> arguing to cut near a second ago? No, I, I, I brought up the idea because I still don't think as a group we have an informed opinion on it, but you two seem to think differently. So that's fine with me. I do. I do think that. Oh, okay. I, I was just really confused because I thought you were arguing to cut near and save persona. But then, I don't know, you just switched out of nowhere, so I wasn't expecting that. Here's that the was... thing. I went into this knowing Persona 5 wouldn't win. I went into it actually thinking, I'm going to cut Persona 5 first and foremost at the top of the episode. Oh, because I know they would not win, because you two don't know enough about the game. In the same way that I feel with Nier. But, nonetheless, I mean, here is Nier. If we both played... I know, but let me just ask you. like, If I played equal parts of both games... Isn't there an argument that I know both games equally and can therefore evaluate my opinion on both games? I yeah, but I do think it's a Wouldn't limited in scope opinion. I feel like because near okay. both near and Persona have so much more to offer past the what ten hours or so, and mm. I think that there's a lot more to offer there. And if we're going to properly review these games and consider which one is truly better than the other, there needs to have been more time played in all of these. I think. Well, should we just stop the show then? <laughs> no, 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 no. We can continue. <laughs> okay. Well, this is why the top 10 lists, you know, exist. Is so you can give it its due there, you know, and and we can move forward, you know. I don't know if my <clears throat> pick is going to get in, but. Well, I mean. I think I think I just think Persona 5 is the right cut. At the, I think this is where it should be. I think it should be at a de facto number four. I mean, I just, I think there's just, man. I to Nier's to Nier's point, there's just such, and I, okay, so I, this could be me just throwing my my personal bias in there, but to Nier's point, there's just there's so many different variations in gameplay throughout the game. There's a like there's a ridiculous amount of endings, which I'm sure Persona has different endings, but Ooh. I don't um, think it does actually. Oh, okay. well, well, I um, mean, kind eh. they're like bad ends. Like if you make the wrong decision here, then it's like game over, but you can reload. Oh, yeah. okay. But I mean, Nier has so many different endings. It does so many cool things with its own like UI and things like and it was just it was completely like unexpected. It came out of nowhere and and like it came a sort a bit of a phenomenon with the different things that this game did. Now, I, Persona 5, like people were waiting for it. There was a lot of hype around it and yeah, it delivered. But I think Deer delivers in that like people weren't expecting to, it just to be this, this so much variance in its gameplay. Like I mean, it goes from a bullet hell shooter to a hack and slash game uh, to a whole bunch of other shit. Like, also, too, like as someone who's played the first Nier, okay, the jump and the leap that this game takes from the original is orders of magnitude larger than the jump that Persona Five takes over Persona Four, and so that's. I can't lie. That's playing into my opinion of near as well. Um, so let's, let's move on. Let's, yeah, let's, let's keep this so going. Though. What's the question yeah. then is we have near Zelda PUBG. Do we go for okay. the jugular now? Do we say, do we figure out which one's number one? <sighs> I mean, I think it's, I think we're pretty much there. Right. Um, <laughs> oh, so man. I, I'll be, I'll be the first to go. Um, I'm going to say Zelda takes my first place. Other two runner ups near PUBG runner-ups guys it's always been zelda for me i have to say <laughs> ever since uh it's always been zelda it's never i mean if we're laying, if we're laying it all out there like full full disclosure of course it was zelda for me this entire time but it's never not been zelda for me uh <laughs> this whole year when i played it and i just the experience of just opening up like you go in that first dark room and then you the the scene opens up and 
it actually literally dwarfs Skyrim to me when I first got on that mountaintop and saw the horizon and saw how huge. Oh yeah, the scope and then the they play that, that that Studio Ghibli like Miyazaki type piano music behind you. I'm like, yeah, this, this is gonna be good. And this then I just good. I just realized like what tasks are actually before me and it just it just gives you that feeling i don't know there needs to be a word for it but when you fall in love with the game as you're playing it it when it gets you it gets you and that game got me pretty quick and i was like this is something special and then as we talked about all the great emergent gameplay that happens all the things you discover all the things you think can that happen can i do it and then you do and it's just that great drip feed like all throughout so that i definitely agree with you Colin is my personal game of the year 2017 and so I think that should win yeah I mean there's nothing I mean there's pretty much nothing that hasn't been said already about this game and how great it is and the the innovations it brought to the Zelda series the innovations that it brought to gaming in general being able to go anywhere at any given time to a foot like like not not almost to a fault like just it's it was amazing like what that, you could do yeah. in that game that and PUBG are like to me some of the best water cooler moments really this year I can agree Robert you're quiet bud so I agree Zelda is probably my number one whoa what what did you think it'd be I don't know I'm just saying whoa right, fair <laughs> enough um and here's the thing this is coming from the opinion of someone I don't play Zelda games I've never been a big fan of it these two are huge fans of Zelda games as far as I know I'm pretty sure yes, I am right Jack. Pretty big. Pretty I big. have a Zelda tattoo, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of don't give a shit about Zelda for the most part. Like I respect its you know, its place in history. I respect its place for what it's done for action adventure games. I respect for what it's done to like build the Nintendo Empire we know and love today. But I've never been a big fan of the games personally. Breath of the Wild doesn't necessarily change my mind. I'm not like Zelda <laughs> franchise is best, but holy crap, is that a good game? Like you'd have to be a a dumb boy to say that breath of the wild is not a good game strong words you have to be a real <laughs> dumb, dumb boy you dumb boy you listen dumb hey just, just just spend five minutes on v i'm sure you'll see it somewhere i mean it's yeah. kind of amazing that people find ways to hate this game <laughs> zero out, zero out of ten too big world's too big zero out of ten I, I dude honestly the only thing i could possibly even want to hold against this game is that the the dungeon designs are kind of eh. they're pretty boring uh, for the most yeah. part it's not a, it's not a perfect game but the thing that i don't like is the um, durability on the weapons yeah that's the next and it's point like i, I feel up. like i feel like you kind of go through the field like wasting your good weapons to get bad weapons yeah like you're just leapfrogging from mob to mob and doing I, that and I, that's a part i don't like I'm not a big fan of how the uh, Master Sword and uh, Hylian Shield are used in this game either. Like spoilers. Oh, oh come on, <laughs> spoilers! Oh come on, <laughs> spoilers! I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Oh come on! I mean, because the Master Sword guys. Yeah. Wow. Zelda has the Master Sword. <laughs> Zelda uses it to cut Who down his foes. Right. Knew? No, but anyway, like <laughs> speaking speaking negatives aside, this is a fucking amazing game, and I know uh, Anumasan or Anumasan just won. The, the game of the year at the Keeleys for for Zelda, which was amazing. I mean, it's been I don't even know how long since it's been even in the during the Spike TV video game VGX fucking bullshit awards. I don't I don't remember a time when Nintendo won game of the year personally. It's and been a long galaxy long time. Did that one get, get game places. of the year on the Spike Game Awards? I don't know. Yeah, 
Um, Not that that's the uh, you know de facto standard. We <laughs> we right, are TV. the de facto. Yes, yeah, the we are. Podcast, get real, guys. So yeah. in our universe, Nintendo's always won a, on a game award. Hmm. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Always. <laughs> game of the year. This is going to go down as not only one of the greatest games of 2017. It's going to go down as one of the greatest games of all time. It I, might I be, truly think that. It might be my favorite game of all time. It might have overtaken, like, for the longest time, Fallout 3 was my favorite game of all time. For 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 nostalgia reasons, like, it was totally because of my own, like, personal, like, feelings and things like that. I'm not saying it's the best game of all time, but I think that Legend of Zelda is my favorite game of all time. It's up there for me. And just talking about it with you guys, too, is like, you know what? Fuck it, man. To celebrate this, I'm going to buy the $80 Switch version. <laughs> do it right <laughs> you now. Here. now. You, you, now you have to do, do it. it. No, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm speaking no, truth no. here. Pull your I'm Switch out it. right now. Do it live. <laughs> you got to fucking do it. I'll right do now. it. I'll do it. I swear to you, I'll do it. I'm going to play it on, a, you know, for over the break here. So, but okay. I'm telling you, like, I, I, I don't know. That game just really made me think to myself, like, oh, MG Nintendo actually did it. They redefined what Zelda is. They took all the best elements of some of the greatest games that came out, like I said, Minecraft, Skyrim, etc., all these different games, and they put it into Zelda and made it work and become its own thing and rise above those other games, in my opinion. It's done so, for the open world genre what Witcher 3 did to it, 2015. It, it's it's just an unbelievable achievement. Uh, it's like I said, ever since March, it's been Zelda for me. No other game that's come out has been better. So Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, you are officially. Hold on. Oh, I do want to say a couple more things before we, before (laughs) we crown and end this. All right. Cue the, uh, record scratch. Yeah. So I will say something else about Zelda. It does mean something where now whenever I play any open world game, I get pissed because I can't climb vertical objects. Yes. Yes. Like any vertical yes. surface. I'm just That's like, why, why it was so it? hard for me to play fucking Horizon after playing this game. That's oh, why yes. I waited so long to play yes. Horizon yeah. after also, playing Zelda. I will say that when you are if you are if you are one of those people that are getting a Switch for Christmas and you're just now playing uh Breath of the Wild, first thing you should do, just pro tip, just work on getting your stamina up as strong as possible. Forget the health, forget the hearts, get your stamina maxed first. That's, That's what I did. It's so good. So helpful. And yeah, then help by you. end game, you'll realize you don't need three whole bars of stamina, but fuck it. Yeah. Um, but I will say here, gentlemen, we have gone like 40 minutes without even talking a lick of player unknowns battlegrounds. Oh my God. It's well, a new record. I'm not really surprised by it. To me, it, 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 it's, it's where it should be. It's in the top three. Right, but and why? But I guess my thing is, we're letting it be in the top three without really explaining like what makes it so good. What makes it? Stand Are you out. trying to fight to get Persona back? No, no, I'm not saying that. No, no, what no, I'm no. saying you just is, say, well, like, we haven't even talked about why it's there. Yet. Yeah, okay. it's just kind yeah, of why it is there. where it is. Okay. Yeah. Um. No. Like, pup. Like, we talked extensively before that gameplay loop is one of the best that is out there that that you know dropping in from an airplane just scrambling to get guns armor everything else and just killing each other as that circle slowly gets smaller and smaller and it's just that that sense of you know we're going on an adventure but it's like a short burst of adventure you know and but with your friends or by yourself and just trying new ways of making it to the top and eventually trying to get that chicken dinner man there's a reason why there's have we topped out of what 10 million concurrent players on that game was that what it was no it was like two or so oh like that's right something. wait was it 10 million copies that it sold i'm sorry something i must like have got that. my numbers jumbled a yeah. fucking yeah. shit ton yeah a metric fuckload and it, it, and it speaks 
it speaks a crazy amount to how much this game is selling on Xbox, Xbox One already. And the game is fucking broken. <laughs> yeah. The game is inherently broken Just on till, Xbox One. No, right now, the 20th, that you know, on PC at least, it'll be uh, 1.0 official, right? Yeah, well, we're official on PC now. Yeah, was yeah. That, it uh, was official. Was that, nine days ago? Yeah, nine today? days ago, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, P, I, I can't remember what the number was. I saw the sales figures for the Xbox One version, but it, it was millions. It was easily in the millions of copies that have been sold already. And I mean, even Microsoft themselves, they like they they saw how big this game was, and they're banking their sales of their Xbox One X on on the game essentially, <laughs> because they don't have any other large software. Here's my thought but, on on this game. This game has some of the greatest moments. Some might say the greatest moment of the year. Some mm-hmm. might disagree mm-hmm. on this podcast. Mm-hmm. But I will say that when we were talking about the glassy-eyed, unblinking nod moments, the greatest moments, this was the only game that you guys didn't hear it off air, but this was the only game that had two moments that were there. And that was like the, the one minute of racism <laughs> being screamed in your ears. You're no, it wasn't in, in that. The airplane and <laughs> it wasn't that. <laughs> but there's that's one of the moments, though. And then also air jumping and picking your spot. There's just so many great moments in this game. And what I love about this game is that it's secretly secretly the greatest horror game of 2017 as well because it's so scary when people are coming for you and you're holed up in a in a room and every noise is this is the most important like uh sound design in any video game really it's so crucial to the way the game you play the game and i love how the game holds a mirror up to you and it kind of exposes you for like what kind of personality what kind of play style what kind of approach do you take and it rewards and punishes thusly. And it also holds like a uh, mirror up to kind of humanity overall. Like humans are the real evil, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. There's no monsters there. There's no, you know, there's no dragons. There's no fucking fishing. This is just you, a gun, whatever you can get. On site procurement, naked snake, Metal oh, Gear 3. Shit. Guys, guys, <laughs> guys. What does my reflection Pub- show? PUBG 1.1 fishing update. <laughs> You can now fish in, in PUBG. In VR, please. In VR. I want in that VR. so badly now. Instead of looting guns, you loot like better fishing rods. I would not v- be surprised. VR only lobbies. That Listen, would be fucking yeah, ridiculous. I'm you, I would not be surprised <laughs> that if in a year's time they'd have some sort of VR offering. I don't know what it would be. Maybe it'd be like a map general, like, you know, like Google Earth kind of thing. Who knows? But I, there's got to be yeah. something cooked up for VR for this game. But VR this, with our all with our Omni treadmills so we can actually run in place. Oh, you know geez. what we've just talked about this game this is probably should be rewarded for the most talked about game on tiny disc podcast all year long and it just did a great job of staying in the news cycle that's it how just yeah it just couldn't get out i mean the game was no. sold a ridiculous amount of copies and just so many fucking people playing the damn game yeah it just, it just, <laughs> and it just broke record after record after record and it's still growing and it has not peaked yet yeah, just and, hats, off, hats off to Brendan Green, man. Yeah, I tell and, you what, and, exactly. And, after, and you know what? He's coming to uh, South by Southwest Gaming, and I, and I'll maybe get to meet the guy. So that could be cool. Ooh, that'd be great. Yeah, just don't not recognize him because he doesn't say <laughs> player <laughs> known on his name. Tag. Yeah, that would be that'd be a <laughs> terrible fail there. So that's kind of you know how I feel about PUBG. You know, I guess to give to shift gears and give near a little bit of love, like. It is such a huge leap in every regard from the first near. It takes the world, the music, everything about near and cranks it all the way up. It's one of 
now that I think about it, I'm really thinking about it, it might be one of the greatest sequels I've ever played when it comes to just how much it took from the original and improved upon it. But it's still, I would still say the near, the original near is still worth going to. You'll kind of see the DNA and the blueprints of what they're going for. They were just held back on a technical level. So I just, I can't really feel persona five is up there with these games, but I've, I've just felt like transported to a brand new world, to a new universe, to a new kind of philosophy, a new way of thinking. And I just the feeling I had playing near the music, the atmosphere, the art, the the story, the level design, the semi open world. I mean, it, yeah, it's rough around the edges, you know, on the technical level. It's not perfect at all, but I think it did so much new, so much daring, took so many risks. The way that they uh, have the UI like uh, dependent on what you equip, like that's a really cool idea. Like, what do they call it? The slices or. Can't remember the what, what they call that. The chips. The, yeah, the chips. That's what it is. Mm. Yeah, the chip. The chip system. Like that's just a really cool idea, you know. And and the, actually, they're called like crisps. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> things like that can only come out of Japan. I don't. I would never see like an American Western developer think even thinking about something like that. I couldn't. I couldn't imagine. I can't think of any game. But right. you can literally I really love through the menus. Kill yourself. That's the shit yeah <laughs> i think that's awesome so i i you know it's definitely uh one of the best games it it could you know in a world where zelda doesn't exist i could see it getting game of the year with all these other nominees i really could um but just zelda you know hats off to you can we officially announce it now can i go i think the so yeah off? sure all right guys tiny disc podcast best game of 2017 is the legend of zelda breath of the wild put that in bold guys with runners up near automata and player unknowns battlegrounds guys what a year what a year here's to the show here's to you know us doing this together like it's been such an experience uh and i i'm looking forward to next year and what that brings so yeah if yeah. it's any consolation i'll probably be catching up on this year for the next three years <laughs> that's about right yeah i mean hey yeah. next yeah, year I'm is only games from 2012 so <laughs> next year is only two days away get excited or three days away. two days away whatever yeah. uh <laughs> it's, math, it's, that's how it works yeah math we got one more of these though don't go anywhere we got one more mm-hmm. tomorrow the final day Tomorrow we're going to be talking about our personal top games and our personal lives, our top fives, our, I can't rhyme anymore, but stay tuned for that. It'll be a great way to kind of wind down the end of the year with some kind of cozy little chat about the games that we personally loved, games that we don't have to agree on, games that yeah. we all have argued about over the past nine days, and we'll see you guys tomorrow on the second to last day of the year. It'll be the hangover episode. Peace. <laughs> oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. It doesn't show signs of stopping, and I brought along some corn for popping. The lights are turned way down 